Well, hello, internet friends near and far. Welcome to another episode of Parks and Conversation. And this is an episode where we watch an episode of the classic NBC sitcom Parks and Recreation. And then we talk about it. And uh, my name is Jason, and I'm joined all the way across town by the power of the internet. by my friend Jeremy. Say hello, Jeremy. Hey, how's it going, Jason? It is going. It's going. Things are happening. It is uh, slightly overcast today in the uh, greater Seattle area, um, but uh, the heat seems to be diminishing, and we're heading back into the the gray and the gloom that is the wonder of fall in the Pacific Northwest. Finally. I know. It was too hot. It was, it was too just, hot. It was just too hot. I'm ready. Because now we I can Donna, stay inside more. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. And like Donna Meagle, I like the rain and the fish markets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's just a, a great place to be. Um, I I don't really go to the fish markets uh, very often, but I like that they're there. Yeah, it's good to know that they're there, that there's yeah. fish flying around in downtown Seattle. Yeah, that fish market. If uh, listener, if you are not from the, the, the Northwest, well, I'm glad you're listening. Let me tell you a little bit about it. If you come out here to Seattle and you're like, oh, I want to go see the people throwing the fish. And uh, and y- you will be with easily three dozen other people waiting for them to throw some fish. Now, here's the catch. Somebody's got to buy fish to be thrown. <laughs> and so you go to Pike Place Market and it's Pike Place, not Pike's Place. That's how we know if you're out of towners. Um, it's Pike place. Uh, and if you go to the market and you're standing there, like, you're like, I watched the NFL on, on Fox and they always show the guy throwing the fish. Most likely a producer bought some fish. And so you're just waiting there and it's always so crowded. And, uh, it's, um, I mean, you can just go to Safeway and buy a fish and just throw it down the aisle. I mean, it's not that much different. (laughs) They look at you a lot, lot differently there though. That doesn't, it doesn't play as well. Yeah, that's true. I love, I love this classic thing and I see this less and less, but you used to be able to go to QFC and uh, QFC is a regional Kroger chain uh, up in the Northwest. Uh, and, uh, you used to go to QFC and they would have the lobster tank mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that is, you know, happening less and less. And I don't know why. Um, but I would love to see somebody just try to grab a lobster out of the lobster tank and throw it like they're at Pike Place because <laughs> they don't have any like whole salmon at Pike Place or at, at QFC. Um, but the lobster is the last whole sea creature to throw. I'd like to see that happen. I want to see I want to see I'm like if you can do like dunking for apples thing like situation where you get it for free. Like if you can <laughs> if you can get a lobster with your mouth with your mouth. Yeah, yep, it's free. It's free lobster day. That would be very impressive because usually the the lobster tank is a little higher up, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably because they don't want people to try to do what we're <laughs> suggesting. And, uh, and no and, rubber bands either. That's that's the other key. No uh, rubber, take the rubber no, bands no off. No rubber bands on the claws. This is, I mean, you gotta you gotta give them a chance. All right. Yeah, and lobsters don't float. <laughs> They're just down at the bottom. So you gotta get all the way into that. Not the tank. live ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the dead ones. If you see any lobsters upside down, don't pick those. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you remember? Do you remember that movie? It was called Caveman. It had Ringo Starr, <laughs> and uh, the guy dunked his head in, and he came up, and the 
the lobster got his his nose and then he had like a lobster <laughs> ring claw ring on his see it all it all worked it, it was way it ahead. That, that, movie, that movie was way ahead of his time go Let, go see caveman if you still haven't listener we are uh, <laughs> telling you this because we're making an announcement we are shifting from a podcast through the parks and recreation uh, episodes to just talk about caveman every day yeah, the, the classic 1981 caveman movie. Is that when it came out? Yeah, 1981. Yeah, 5.7 wow. on IMDb. Um, Wait, did you say 9.7? Oh, no, 5.7. Oh, okay. 5.7. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it is the highest rated movie on IMDb <laughs> of all time, Caveman. Yeah, Carl, it- Carl Gottlieb was the, uh, was the director. He also directed uh, Jaws 2. Well, he, write, he wrote it anyway. He wrote Jaws 2? Mm-hmm. The mm. job, the jawsening, I think, or two, two jaws, too furious. <laughs> jaws, two electric boogaloo. Hey, we have an episode to talk about. Yes, season that, five, that episode twenty-two. Are you better off? This is the season finale of uh, season five, and uh, it has an eight point three rating on IMDb. And Jeremy, I want to ask you a question as we get started. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that this episode earned that eight point three? Yeah, I I would say it's right. It's yeah, I think so. I mean, they brought out a couple a couple stars. Um, and some of the people came back from the the earlier of the season, earlier of the season from the from the previous episodes of the season. And uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? I feel like I feel like you don't feel like it should I be that high. I don't. I watched this this morning, uh-huh. and I was, um, I, I don't know. I didn't think it was very funny. Uh, and I was just like, oh, you're moving all the pieces to get to next season. And it just felt like, uh, it just felt like work. <laughs> okay. You know, like, you know, you go, you're doing like a job, uh, and you have to like clean up, like you're, you're building a house. Let's say mm-hmm. got to clean up before you can go home for the day. This is what this episode felt like to me. Like you've, you've done some things. Uh, you, you've got some walls up, you, you are maybe running some wiring, all that stuff, but there's like, I got to go home, come back next, next, next day or over the weekend even. And you got to put all your tools away. You got to make sure everything's set up for the next day. And this is what this episode felt like for me. Just the end of the day, uh, getting ready to do more stuff tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, but that's, uh, that's just me. Hey guys, you know, it'll be really great to talk about it though. I mean, there are some things that are fun talk, to talk about here, but, um, you'd be honest. I, yeah, I, I feel you. I just don't know if it like looking at last week's episode, what was it? Uh, it was a 7.5 and I thought last week's episode was much better. Yeah. And, and so I'm just going to scroll back. Jerry's retirement, 8.1, uh, article two, 7.9. Which and that one is a, a funnier episode. Animal control, eight point two. Animal control is animal rated control. less animal than deserved this it, episode. Man. But I think I think it's a season finale, though, right? I mean, people, I don't know. People like season finales. Well, I for one am fine with it. <laughs> okay, this <laughs> no. is a, this is an episode that happened. Yeah. Here comes a here comes a lukewarm take. This episode was something I watched and I, I made some notes, but I'm not even opening my notes because there was not one time in this episode where I was like, that's super funny. 
So shut it down. We could save people it down. A, a lot of a lot of time and just leave it there. Well, just let's run through it then. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do and, it. And I, I, I was trying to figure out as I was watching it, like how how's the best way to approach this? Because mm-hmm. normally we've got the three different plots, but this week's episode, the plots kind of overlap a little bit because of Andy's investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're just kind of it's I think just easier just to go from the top to the end and to mix my um geography anyway from the start to the end i was i was gonna say geography but this is not geography chronology metaphors anyway so it starts out with a really fun um meeting at ron's cabin in the woods uh it's a meeting about founders week and uh jeremy you you've lived in a small town for not very (laughs) not for very long i know this and uh but you know, small towns kind of hold on to their founder legends a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, the town of Onalaska, did you guys ever do any kind of Founders Week or anything like that? No, no. But Main Street is named after the founder, Carlisle, Carlisle Avenue. Oh, he, it's, it's not like John Main. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, or Main Street, like it's just a bunch of lions. <laughs> it's the zoo it's the zoo it's just the zoo <laughs> the Alaska zoo <laughs> uh okay so you've got at least some tie to the founder in some way because the the street name like i grew up in kirkland washington and mr the, kirk, captain kirk peter kirk actually oh, peter kirk. and my elementary school that i first went to uh was called peter kirk elementary there's peter kirk park there's all kinds of kirk tie in things to uh to the city but never once did we have a parade or any in all the years i lived there a parade that just said like hey this guy lived 100 years ago (laughs) i don't know why i don't know like you you just don't like like this episode because (laughs) like it doesn't ring true to my experience my lived experience about founder the the founders of Pawnee, who obviously were terrible people yeah like why are they still honoring them it just drives me nuts. Because they get to do a parade. I guess. People love parades. Oh, my Leslie, gosh. Among the, the most love of parades. And have, so, we already, have we talked about parades? No. All right. We might as well because I just, I don't, I don't like parades. I'm just, I'm just going to say it. Parades <laughs> me, are the worst. Uh, same. It's a really slow moving <laughs> ad. For it is. Things like the Rotary Club, which I don't even know what they do. And for the local Ford dealership. And right. like, I think a dance troupe or something and somebody who paid to have their banner carried by their nephews and nieces. And then they throw yes. like the cheapest candy at people. Right. And everyone goes nuts for this. And then the the one old, the guy that, that for some reason restored a fire truck, like it's every town, every, the, the, that, mm-hmm. that's just copy and paste. That's what they do everywhere. And I yeah. get it. People want to get together. Just don't do it for Mitch Hedberg said it best. If you want to make a train or make it, make a, a uh, parade go faster, just walk the other way. That's that's how you, you just speed them up, man. Let's go. They're so boring. Yes, I completely agree. One of uh, my favorite parade memories. It's a very short list. This may be the only thing on the list. Was leaving? Uh, <laughs> no, we went to Ocean Shores, Kathy and I, uh, years and years and years ago. We went to o- Ocean Shores, and we were there on May Day, May first, and they had a parade. And Ocean Shores uh, is not a town that's big enough to really have a parade mm-hmm. and while i'm at it neither is edmonds washington 
Um, there's nothing in the 4th of July parade that is worth the time. <laughs> um, so people are like, Hey, you want to come down to the parade? And, and it's like, I don't like, I don't want to stand in the sun because I didn't put my chair out three days ago, <laughs> three days ago. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to deal with the people trying to get a better view than me of looking at cars go by. No, I don't want any of this. That's just traffic. <laughs> it's like, this is the 4th of July. It's a day off. Why do I want to go and work to be entertained? Like, and it's not even entertaining. You want to, anyway, uh, it, ocean shores on May day. <laughs> one of my favorite floats was a guy in a Mustang and he was being driven in, in a convertible Mustang. And on the site, there was a, on the side, there was a banner it said, Kevin, the bus driver. <laughs> that, that was it. That was like, at that point, I was like, okay, peak parade achieved. <laughs> Kevin, the bus driver. You did it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And even You're... like the, the, the Thanksgiving Day Parade on Macy's, like on TV, it's like, I don't care about any of these schools from Texas <laughs> flying out here to not be with their family on Thanksgiving to play songs that I can't hear very well. <laughs> that they cut into halfway through. Yeah. And then cut out of three quarters like, oh, of the way Isn't through. that just wonderful? It's like, I don't know. You didn't let them finish. <laughs> My favorite thing about small town parades too is the staging of the parade. Like they're around the corner. Like they're going to sneak up right. on everybody. <laughs> like, don't look. Don't look. Here they come. I wonder, I wonder what's going on behind behind the grocery store. I hear I hear tubas. And I, it's a band? I, I, there's no way to know. Uh, no. <laughs> there's something wrong with their air conditioning unit. I, I've been to, I've been to parades, small town parades, where it's so small that they've actually had to take like three laps. <laughs> like it's just their parade repeats itself to make it last longer. That's amazing. And they're like, hey, we got another song for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's I just parades are so dumb. Hey, you know um, what? If you wanted to please, if you want to we've we've taken so much time bashing parades. If you would like to defend parades, please let us know what we're missing. What what are we missing? Which I would say nothing, uh, about parades. Um it, because I feel like we can get together as small towns and communities over pretty much anything else, anything at all. Uh down in Winlock, Washington, they have the giant egg festival, I think. And they just it's they celebrate eggs. Great. That's I'm better for it. At least it's food. You can do something with it. Is there a parade? I don't know. I don't think so. But I'm because just saying like what would be great is with the egg festival. If there's a parade like and you're making floats, like make this a competition. And if your float sucks, it's going to get egg. <laughs> yes. That's, that's interactive. Yes. <laughs> like right now, like it's all just like, hey, these floats that we made and, and uh, you know, sometimes they're cool. Maybe. But most of the time, I don't care at all. Right. And the if you could like vote some way, if it, if we were encouraged to boo votes, <laughs> yeah, let's raise the bar a little bit. Yeah. Right. Let's hold these yeah. people accountable. Yeah. Gary, if, Gary, the bus driver in your convertible Mustang. It was Kevin, the bus driver. Kevin. I, if yeah. we were able to put some stakes to a parade. Like maybe the worst float they're executed. <laughs> wow. Okay. That guy. Okay. Too far. Too got, far. That escalated quickly. Um, if we could like, cause right now it's like, you're trying to advertise to me to buy a car. I didn't come here prepared to buy a car <laughs> to the parade. <laughs> uh, just like the guys at the fair who are trying to sell hot tubs. Like anybody, is this working? 
Like, is anybody like, hey, I'm ready to leave here with a hot tub today? Oh, I, gu- I guarantee you it does because my, uh, my family bought one at the at the, at the Piala Fair. Okay. All right. I stand corrected. <laughs> I had no idea. Oh, wow. My, my, my in-laws bought a, uh, a, a Dodge, uh, I think it was an Espresso or an Espresso. What was that called? The Dodge Neon. Uh, anyway, they bought they bought a car from uh from the fair from the fair. Okay, wow. Okay, all right. Well, it works then. It's working. I take it all back. They okay. earned the eight point three rating. <laughs> uh, all right. So <laughs> Leslie is having a really fun meeting at Ron's cabin that he let them borrow, and Ron is not cool with this because uh, he's like, I didn't have a choice. I should have never agreed to. <laughs> I should have never agreed to this, or let you know that I have a cabin. Or gotten to know any of you. <laughs> so Ron is generating my energy uh, for this episode as well. <laughs> right off um, the bat. I love right it. Right off the bat. I'm like, yes, Ron, you you speak truth. Um, and so they're trying to uh, talk through the uh, Founders Parade. And it's just celebrating everything about Pawnee. Um, and uh, she <laughs> says that this parade makes the Rose Bowl Parade look like turds on a on wheels convention uh and having watched the rose parade uh uh that wouldn't be hard because that's also super boring anyway i'm just coming in hot today you are uh, you are my family <laughs> my the other the, the girls love they love parades on tv they love watching the parades but why i don't i don't know it's the same <laughs> thing every year too we could just record if i recorded last year's and just put it on they'd never know i should try right. that you should. Anyway, um, keep going. I, I would like to know how that goes. <laughs> okay. Report back. Report back the day after Thanksgiving. Or is that the, on New Year's Day? Yes. That one's New Year's Day. So that's coming up. Uh, eventually, listener, you may be listening to this on New Year's Eve and you're <laughs> like, oh, crap. <laughs> um, but so they're planning this whole thing. And uh, so Leslie wants to get some ideas uh, and talk about what's the best thing about Pawnee. And April points out that it has... The most murders per capita, the guillotine was invented there and city hall is run by the walrus mafia. Mm-hmm. So she's been listening to a lot of Alex Jones, I think. Um, and, uh, I don't know what the walrus mafia would do, but I would like to believe that the walrus are up to something. <laughs> the walrus. Yeah. I don't know how to plural pluralize walruses. Is it walruses? You think walrus walrus? Yeah, I think, I think you got it. Okay. Walruses. Um, so, uh, of course she's talking nonsense, uh, but, uh, they start working, uh, down the list and she asked Donna, like, Hey, cost of living is cheap and I'm going to have enough, I saved enough here to pay off my condo in Seattle. And they're all like, you have a condo in Seattle. And I'm like, Donna, I knew there's a reason I liked you because Seattle's the best, yeah, the best. Um, and, uh, and she points out, she likes the rain and the fish markets. And, uh, again, see earlier comments about fish markets. <laughs> The the market is cool though. It is cool. I like going to the market. I just never go to the fish market part of it because they're not going to just throw fish all day. They're trying to sell people fish. But I do like the um the there's a jam place. Did you say jam place? Jam, yeah. That lets you get samples with a little like uh, like a broken up tongue depressor, that type thing. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. And you get like the spicy jams and all that kind of, oh, I love that. And then there's oil 
olive oils that you can sample at another place. And there's that's and, the best. And the mini donuts. Yes, the mini donuts are also and good. Also, you know, depending upon your outlook on on Starbucks and stuff, the original Starbucks is just right across the street from in the little alley there from the, right. the fish place. So if you yes. are a coffee historian type, visit <laughs> it. Check it out. Yes, there will be a line. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's very you, small. It is small because it was never intended to be a place where people hang out. Mm-hmm. It was originally just selling beans. So, um, yeah, so it is a uh, it's a whole it's a whole scene down at Pike place and it's, it's worth the trip. Um, so, uh, it's too small to have a parade on that street. So that's also helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really good sandwiches in the area. There's all these little restaurants that, uh, have good food. Um, you can find good sandwiches, pierogies. Are, are you, you hungry, bud? I am. I, <laughs> I, I was listening back to last week's episode <laughs> when I was talking about uh, my my current health initiative, and I was like, "Man, Jason, that's super annoying. Don't don't get too focused on the food." Um, so, anyway, how's that um, going? How's that going, man? Fine, uh, it's fine. I'll be all right. You got Kathy this. made chicken uh, <laughs> panko chicken last night, and there was a bunch left over. So it's one of those things where it's like, I know what I'm going to have for lunch. I just, can I get there? <laughs> you can do it. Let's get through can, this. Let's get through like, get a, to... like a parade. Let's get through this, man. <laughs> you got this. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm focusing. It's getting hot. The sun's coming out. It's almost noon. Oh, my word. All right. So All right. the, uh, so then Leslie is trying to get everybody focused and out of nowhere comes Mona Lisa Saperstein, uh, who is still dating Tom. Uh, and she's bored and she wants to go hook up in a tree and tells everybody they'll be back in eight minutes, which is too much information. Uh, and, and she's like, uh, she's like, why did you bring her here? And Tom's like, I have no power in this relationship. I'll think of ideas in the tree. Uh, so then, um, so then it cuts to the credits and we pick up and April is on the phone and she's very, uh, like seems sad in, in the way she's responding to the news that she is receiving um and uh at the same time or sad or overwhelmed or just confused we don't know it's probably some of the best acting that uh aubrey plaza does in this whole episode it's like i feel like you're really feeling something right now so um and so andy comes in and announces that uh he is on an investigation because he starts asking if everyone's feeling normal today um and he tells people he had to go back and get his sweatshirt at ron's cabin uh, that he lost there and he was looking in the trash and he found a positive pregnancy test and then side note he accidentally threw his sweaty his sweatshirt away so that's why he was in the garbage in the first place and he found that too um so pretty cool yeah so he's building an investigation because there were five women who were at the cabin leslie donna and mona lisa and or April, and one of them is pregnant. And he's like, it can't be April. She would have told me. And so uh, this is the resurrection of Burt Macklin, FBI. Um, And so he is uh, going to investigate this whole situation. Um, And so that's going to be his main drive through this episode. And, uh, And so then we come to a city forum, and Chris Traeger is kicking things off as they are getting ready for Founders Week festivities. I do not know why they are doing a town forum about Founders Week the day before the event. Anyway, poor planning. But Leslie, turns out, is also trying to make this a, um, 
a victory lap for her because she feels like she's done a lot of good things over this first year as city council member. Um, and so, yeah, so there's maybe a little bit of that, like, Hey, we're all going to have this great party today. Remember Leslie is making these kinds of parties happen. Um, but as part of Chris's announcement, uh, I do like that, uh, due to a tragic misunderstanding, the prettiest pig beauty pageant has been replaced by a pork rib barbecue competition. <laughs> and he just, as he's reading it out loud, he's like, Oh no, like this is yeah. not good. He didn't pre-read um, his, his own announcement. <laughs> yeah. Or like somebody gave it to him and he's just like, okay, the, here are the details. Right. These pigs not happening. Pork rib. All right. Got it. And then you get up oh, there and no. you start saying that out loud. You're like, oh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, uh, so he is kicking this thing off. Right. Um, and, uh, and so they hand it over to Leslie and, uh, she starts talking about, um, the, stuff that's going right in the city and talks about how obesity and diabetes are down. Test scores are up. Any raccoon attacks decreased. Um, and, uh, and so she's like, we can feel really proud about what we've accomplished. Um, and, uh, and so this is all in a talking head. And so then she asks the, the people, are you better off than you were a year ago at the town forum and ask who'd like to start <laughs> bad idea, Leslie bad idea yeah, the, whole, the whole concept of are you better off anytime you pose a question people it's the whole henry ford thing like you don't ask people if they want a car because they just will want a faster horse or something like that mm -hmm. right so why are you asking right. people they're just gonna they're it's the general public man you say right. hey we're better off make it a, a definitive yeah this is how things are better and i don't want to hear from you <laughs> So I, 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 you know, Henry Ford is a problematic person in a lot of different ways, but one of my favorite things he said about his cars, you can get a model T in any color you want, as long as it's black. Yeah. It's like, I, no, I'm going to give you this thing. Right. Stop complaining. And that's what I liked about the early uh, iPhone and like the, the renovation at Apple is like, this is what we're giving you. And that's it. Now, like Apple has way too many options when you go to, like, what color do you want your phone? Who cares? I want it phone color. Like, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. Um, but, you know, anyway, focus, Jason. So the first person to get up is Catherine Pinewood, who, who we have met because she is the one who Leslie confronted uh, with the soda tax sale or soda tax, soda sales tax, um, trying to get people to not drink 512 gallons of soda. Uh, which they call child size, because if you remember, if you liquefy a child, it will be about that size. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, so Catherine Pinewood gets up and points out that uh, the past year has been a disaster. The government is hell bent on stripping away our most basic personal freedoms. Um, and so uh, Leslie is trying to fight back on that. And we will see uh, that all kinds of other people also have things to say about how Leslie Nope has been stripping away their freedoms. Um, but while this forum is happening, Tom is also running a very successful business and, uh, and he's pretty excited about it. And so we're over at rent a swag and he's talking about how good things are going and maybe he'll expand to have a baby section called little swaggers or maybe some old people stuff. You call it rent a sag. And then immediately he re recognizes that old people are gross. Um, and so that's not going to happen. Uh, but then, so that's all in the talking head. Cut back to Mona Lisa saying, I want to go home. My tum-tum feels gross uh, <laughs> and I hate working. So 
which I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> so, um, and he's like, well, you got to find someone to cover for you because we're really busy. And uh, Mona Lisa's like, no, also a lawyer called and uh, she gives him the message um, about that. Um, she also points out how the lawyer sounded really sexy and that she was into that. And I was like, let's put up some boundaries on what you can say to me. Um, and, uh, and things get even worse. Yeah. I just, she's awful <clears throat> in all the ways. And I don't even want to repeat all the things she says. Um, so Tom meets this lawyer who is played by, oh, I had the cast list up here. Um, he is just one of the best. Mark Evan Jackson. Yes. Thank you. He's awesome. He's, um, also, uh, in the good place as the judge, not the judge in Brooklyn, Brooklyn nine, nine and in Brooklyn nine, nine as, uh, Ray Holt's husband. And, uh, they are a really, really hilarious couple. They, they know how to party. <laughs> um, so yeah. And, uh, so he is, uh, the, Trevor is the lawyer's name. So Trevor comes to Tom and says, my client would like to buy your company. Um, and, uh, and so Tom is, uh, first of all, he thinks that baby, baby face heard his demo. Uh, and then he's like, Diddy wants to buy rent a swag. And, uh, Trevor's like, it's not Diddy. Um, and, uh, so, so Tom has to think like, do I want to sell my company and make a profit or what do I want to do? And he'll ha call a uh, investor meeting later. But we go back to Andy's investigation and he starts with Anne. Um, and, uh, and, and it's like, what do you want? And he, <laughs> Andy's response is just, just observing a little something they taught us at Quantico, <laughs> <laughs> which is where they train FBI agents is Quantico. Um, and, uh, and he's like, uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I just have one question. Congratulations. <laughs> is, that, is that even a question? And he's like, no, it's an accusation because I know your secret. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> is an accusation. Um, you are pregnant. Once, once again, Andy was the best part of this episode. Again, yes, the, he was funny. Um, but yeah, you're pre you're, it's an ac accusation. You're pregnant. Um, and Anne is like, what? No. And he explains, like, I found this at the test, uh, this test at Ron's cabin. And you know, someone we know is pregnant and Anne's like, but I'm trying to get pregnant. That's not fair. <laughs> and, uh, and so she joins the investigation, um, to figure out who is pregnant in their, their friend work group. Um, and, uh, she's able to join the investigation because Bert Macklin works alone, but she offers to buy lunch and he's like, deal. Welcome to the <laughs> FBI. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, cutting back to the town forum, um, Ben points out that uh, Leslie's uh, health initiative has been a huge success. They're no longer fourth most obese in city in America. They're now ninth. Yay. Yes. They've lost the weight equal to 800 pregnant, pregnant manatees. <laughs> um, and then Leslie points out a gym opened and it stayed in business. <laughs> so when, this is good. Yeah. These are good, good, measurable achieved goals this is good good stuff especially when you measure in pregnant manatees that's a lot yes. i feel like that's a lot of pregnant manatees yeah which was probably a major problem in landlocked indiana yeah nature's um, pumps. yeah i mean I'll, i don't know how those manatees even got to indiana they were probably flown there by the governor of florida um so 
the but Catherine Pinewood is here's all these things and it says, but where will it end? Because they also attacked the Sweden school lunch program, literally taking candy from babies. And Leslie points out that they convinced those school board that napkins are a vegetable because as Catherine points out, they're made from plants. Um, so, uh, so the, yeah, so things are not going great. And then Dewey from sanitation gets up and points out that because they stripped their freedoms by making them hire women, they now have to have a women's bathroom <laughs> and now they only have one bathroom. Uh, and, uh, and that is a, a, a stripping of freedoms. And then Bjorn Lurpus of the Lurpus family uh, gets up because they were supposed to put a paunch burger in the lot next to his house, but now they're put in a dumb park there. Uh, and, uh, and he's like, now if I wanted, I'm just going to read Bjorn's rea- reaction. Yeah, this here. Is great. Now, if I want to start my day off with a triple decker pancake breakfast pizza, mm. which, yeah, I mean, that I mean, sounds awesome. I know. Right. <laughs> uh, I got to go to the one that's 10 minutes away. And that makes me 20 minutes late to work every day. I work at home. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben's like, have you ever considered not doing that? And he's just, he just looks right at Ben points at him with all the rage and says, I, I'll never consider that. <laughs> 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 so pretty intense. Um, yeah. I mean, don't take away a man's triple decker pancake breakfast pizza. Yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, I, I said I don't want to like zero in on the food here, but what's involved in this? Right, I, I know. I, yeah, I wasn't going to ask, but what do you, what, what do you think is involved in that? Well, here's the question. I, I know you are a ketchup on eggs person, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, somehow, not, not, no, when, no. when we're like on vacation together, like I just don't look <laughs> at what you're eating. Um, at breakfast time, like, oh, yeah. gross. It's just a murder scene over there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, thank you. Uh, I mean, you're already killing a baby egg. It's, to, pre, uh, it's pre-chicken. It's just, it's the same thing. It's a we feature put bar- bird. It's barbecue sauce. What's the matter? It's tomato. It's fine. Okay, so here's my question. Do uh-huh. you ever, would you ever put, not, no, no, back it up, back it up. Yeah, no, I know up. where you're going. Yeah. If syrup were to find its way onto a scrambled egg, is that something that grosses you out? Are you on, are you good with that? No, I mean, no, but here's what it is. So over at the family, family pancake house, they have a, um, they have the, the big Bob's breakfast, which is pretty amazing. And it's just everything like eggs. Mm -hmm. So what I do is it's a stack of, um, three pancakes and I get my eggs. I don't get them scrambled in this situation because I'll get them over easy and I'll slide them in between the pancakes. Okay. And then I put the, the syrup on it. And then when I cut into it, then all the yolk gets all over it. It's delicious. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. So I'm not, okay. it's not always ketchup. Okay. All right. I, I so, would not, I would not put, I would not put uh, syrup on scrambled eggs. It's just not on purpose. I don't know. It gets, not on purpose. It gets cold and it's weird. Yeah. But if you're looking it's at this. way more normal. This, this ketchup is also cold. Uh, if you look, <laughs> you're looking at this. Uh, triple decker breakfast pizza mm-hmm. I, you wouldn't put ketchup on a pancake no 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 so like how are you make or uh, like a tomato sauce on a on a pancake no no you got to so, do the eggs eggs in between two pancakes and then probably bacon yes in, okay in between the other in the other two yes excellent or, or sausage More. patties with bacon like chopped up bacon in the pancake hey now now where where would you feel in this situation with a if we're talking pizza, a mm-hmm. cheese layer. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. no okay. I don't know the dairy. I, no, I just, I, I don't think that works. 
Oh, all right. We'll have to do the research. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I do like Bjorn Lurpus's passion about this. Yeah. <laughs> I will never consider that. Uh, so, uh, less, and Leslie's like, they, it seems personal because they're mainly just standing up and saying how much they hate me. <laughs> uh, so then we cut back to Andy is his investigation. He goes to Donna and, uh, and he, um, says, Donna, how many people am I talking to? One or one and one ninth. <laughs> and she asks, and she's like, are you, do you think I'm pregnant? Um, and, uh, and he's like, and she's like, no, I, I got a good head on my shoulders. Don't worry about me. Um, and, uh, and then the, uh, uh, yeah, so she's not pregnant, but Andy is like, this case just got interesting. And it was already pretty interesting to begin with. <laughs> um, so this case just remained interesting. <laughs> Cut back to the forum and we have Marshall uh, Lang Langman and his wife, Marce Marcia and uh, and <laughs> Marshall and Marcia. Last time we saw them, they were protesting the sex ed curriculum that Leslie was uh, presenting to the seniors of Pawnee mm -hmm. um, and uh, and Marshall, who is a flamboyant man, um, is uh, pointing out that uh they're not better off a year ago because a year ago the town was not a horrifying sex den where people could put their body parts anywhere they want with impunity. And then you were elected. And now this town is a horrifying sex den where people can put their body parts anywhere they want with impunity. Um, and he, uh, and, and Leslie says, look, all, all of these things help because like STDs are down 14% from last year. And, uh, and Marshall says, deviant behavior though, in Pawnee is up a billion percent. Um, and then Marsha starts, Marshall starts doing a, uh, some kind of, I just owned you dance. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is not fun to watch. So, <laughs> um, yeah, but then, uh, Dennis Lurpus, uh, stands up and he, this is the funny, as I was watching this, I was like, is he also a Lurpus? So we have Bjorn Lurpus and then Dennis Lurpus. <laughs> they have to be related. You, <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, the, of, of the Lurpus clan. And Dennis Lurpus of the Lurpus family uh, points out that uh, Leslie saved his business. And uh, if you remember, Dennis Lurpus is played by Jason Schwartzman and he was running a uh, an art house uh, movie rental place that they would show, uh, they would do screenings and stuff. And the movies were all really uh, terrible. Uh, and so they were failing. And so he, uh, so Leslie tried to get the video dome on a, the historical record to preserve this, the building. Um, and it turned into a pornographic DVD emporium. <laughs> and uh, Leslie, as he's talking is like, no, you don't need to talk to any anything about this situation at all. But Dennis Lurpus um, is appreciating Leslie. And then Brandy Max, the town porn star, also gets up and says, uh, you know, Leslie has done great things for my business as well. Um, and uh, and Leslie is just like, no, I don't want to have anything associated with you. Um, and uh, so. It was a big misunderstanding and uh, Leslie got it squared away, but whatever. 
and it's she's not trying to create this sex den, which Marsha and and Marshall have accused her of. Um, and then the, the porn place is like, well, no, we're doing great. And everybody in town is like, they're doing great. And then Andy comes in and says, Leslie, are you pregnant? <laughs> and um, and did like, you or did you not leave this positive pregnancy test in a dumpster in the woods? <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, and uh, and Les is like, no. And he's like, oh, really? All right, let's go. And then he leaves. And then Andy says, is that Brandy Max? <laughs> so I was like, everybody knows who Brandy Max is, apparently. Um, and then. Uh, so, yeah, this town forum is not going well for Leslie. Cut to Tom meeting with his investment team and we have Jerry and basically the office staff there. And, uh, and he's like, Hey, I've got somebody who wants to buy this. I'm not saying it, it's Diddy, but I'm not, not saying it's Diddy. Um, and, uh, and so the profit would be basically doubling everybody's investment. Um, and Donna is uh, on board so they can get pedicures on pedicures on pedicures. That's a lot uh, and, of pedicures. Yes. I mean, I don't even have that many feet. Um, and uh and then ron is like you know if someone is trying to buy you out that means you're doing something right so mm -hmm. you know continue to grow accumulate power find the investor and buy his business and teach him a lesson um and so tom is got a lot to think about here and then april says i think you should get a hello kitty tattoo <laughs> <laughs> so also um, also good advice yeah and then he's like i know that uh, the store i'm talking about the stores like oh then burn it for insurance money uh, and then Jerry speaks and uh, he says, uh, one thing I've learned, everybody just shuts him down right away. <laughs> I missed you guys. Um, yeah. So and that's our um, only interaction with Jerry. Yeah. He just in and out. I don't know if he was in like some kind of new uh, born movie as like the new Jason Bourne. Um, but uh, yeah, what's it? That's it for Jerry. So because I remember in the in the future. Oh, and, yes. Yeah, yeah. They say Kevin James. Kevin was James. A weird choice for the newborn movie. <laughs> and Leslie's like, I think he nailed it. <laughs> I need that to be true someday. Yeah. You know, Kevin James is a very athletic person. Like he, he can move uh, for being a man of size like him. Like he I can wanna, really move. And I want to play straight action too. Like straight, no tongue in cheek, no, you know, naked gun style. I, I mean, it like Jason Bourne, just, you just take Matt Damon out. Put in Kevin James. Let's and don't let's, even mention it. Let's see it. <laughs> yes. Like, don't even act like this is weird, right? No. He's like, yeah, same haircut. Even put Matt Damon on the side on the posters. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kevin James would be fine with that because the checks still cash. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, to Tom is still wrestling with all of this stuff, but his advice from Ron is really what I think he's going to lean into here. Um, so then we cut back to uh, Chris and and uh, Chris and Ben and Leslie, and they're getting ready for the parade. Um, and uh, it looks like everybody's having a good time. And Chris has to go um, because uh, he has a very special role in the parade. No spoilers. So he runs away. Um, and you know, Ben points out like you chose politics and people are not going to like what you do. There's always going to be people who kind of go get against you, but let's just watch the parade and you know, you can't resist the parade. And so, um, yeah, so they're going to watch this parade. It's going to be super, super boring and parady. Um, so then Andy and, um, uh, Ann go and talk to Tom about the potential of 
uh, Mona Lisa being pregnant. And he is overwhelmed with this possibility because that would be terrible for everybody involved. Um, and he's like, we always do protection, but I'm pretty positive she pokes holes in them. Uh, and what brand of pregnancy test is it? And it's called Womb. There it is. Which is the best name for a pregnancy test ever. Um, and so Tom is like, oh, man, I'm going to be a dad. I had a baby with John Raphael's sister. Oh, man, what have I done? Like to humanity. Um, so. Yeah, so cut back to the parade. Um, and uh, and Leslie's like, this is going to be the perfect thing to take everything my mind off of all this stuff. Um, and uh, Chris comes running back. He's like, Leslie, I, I have to talk to you. Um, and he's dressed up like a king. Um, and we find out that his special role is the nipple king. Kernston Rubber Nipple Company elects a nipple king or and queen every year to ride the float. And this year it is Chris. He's the nipple king. Um, That's so amazing. Congratulations. Honor. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, I think. I think a great prank would be to nominate somebody who hates parades and make them have to sit in the whole parade. That's mean. That's. Yeah. That's not a great prank. That's just cruel. I'm jotting down notes. Now I'm trying to find more <laughs> praise to nominate you for. That's a great yeah. idea. Fortunately, <laughs> I don't qualify for anything. Because um, <laughs> of the so, felony? Yeah. So uh, then there's this float that starts coming in of a very stern, mean looking woman shake, wagging her finger saying, no, 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 no fun for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Leslie's like, hey, that's me. <laughs> And so she gets up and starts to lecture the crowd and she starts wagging her fingers and like, this is not okay. This is wrong. And Ben just like, stop wagging your finger. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So she starts trying to list all the great things that she's done. And, uh, but then we have Catherine Pinewood showing up and saying this float represents a group of over 300 business owners, individuals, and community leaders who are protesting your unfair government regulation and we are here to kick Leslie out of office recall. Nope. And so people start cheering that. And then we see Brett from formerly of animal control on the float saying legalize weed. <laughs> so he didn't get the whole memo. Why, why was Brett and, uh, and Harris up there? Because, yeah, because Leslie got them fired or something. Yeah. So they're part of this group of 300 people yeah. who, uh, are, protesting unfair government regulation like the yeah. gun, unfair government regulation that you should do your job <laughs> so um yeah so i mean they have good reasons to want to recall nope for sure um so then uh tom is talking to uh uh mona lisa and or and john ralphio saying like hey uh we may be pregnant and uh mona's like yeah that's mine i'm pregnant and uh and then she's like, no, just kidding. It's like, there are so many, so much birth control and uh, things in me that is impossible to have a human baby. <laughs> Look at your stupid face. So, um, yeah. So uh, Tom is relieved. And <laughs> this was funny. He was like, oh, oh, thank God. And John Ralph is like, hey, that's my sister. What's wrong with you, man? And, Tom, and Tom's like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, no, I'm just kidding. She's the worst. <laughs> you dodged a bullet. <laughs> um, and so, and, and, and Andy are still not sure who's pregnant. And the only person left is April. And Andy's like, April would have told me. 
besides the math doesn't add up and because they, <laughs> they have sex every day. And, and so, uh, it only way we haven't talked to we haven't talked to her. It has to be hers. And he's like, Oh man, I'm going to be a dad. Um, so, uh, yeah, the wheels are turning slowly for Bert Macklin. Um, but then Ben and Leslie, they're, uh, talking, sitting together. And, uh, it looks like JJ's diner and, uh, Ben is like, you know, this is part of the deal with politics. People are going to be against you. Uh, unless like we should just quit and just run away. And, uh, Ben points out, you love work in politics. You woke me up at 3am to watch meet the press in Hawaii. Um, and he's like, well, it was Elizabeth Warren. I'm not going to miss that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so Leslie really does love her job. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, they they can decide to, you know, stand up and, you know, fight the recall. Um, and that's, and, and, ben makes, and Ben makes a good point. He's like, I mean, do you believe that everything's better than a year right. ago? Do you yeah. stand behind everything you've done? Then yeah, then it's okay. Cause you're trying to make it better for the people. I mean, it was a fight for her. It's been a fight for her to do anything good because they've been resisting her the entire time. So why not? Yeah. Let's go. Turns Let's out, turns out politics sucks and people are going to hate everything. There will always be somebody who hates what you're doing. And the sooner you can get in on board with that as a, and in politics, the more, the sooner you can just say like, well, I'm going to still work on what I'm going to work on. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what Ben's whole thing is like, you're, you're doing this and this is what you believe you should be doing. So let's just go. Exactly. That's- and if you don't, if, if you believe in yourself and you believe in the, your convictions, even if it goes against what the law or anything you can just do whatever you want <laughs> you can just yeah. that then that's what politics is follow right. your heart and bank account and just do whatever you want yeah but file just, those things however you want to file do them. it it's fine that's what we're learning here yes as long so, as you believe it well as george as the great leader george costanza said to jerry seinfeld it's not a lie if you believe it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um yeah so uh, Leslie calls a press conference, um, and uh, in her press conference, she uh, points out, like, "Hey, I'm going to fight this thing," uh, and uh, and she uses a bunch of different uh, movie titles because she's her adrenaline is pumping and uh, and she's excited. So, um, yeah, so she's like, "I work hard for the town, and the only thing that matters to me is, are you better off now than you were a year ago?" I think you are. And if you disagree with me, then go ahead and recall me. Go crazy. And then points out you got served. And then Silver Linings Playbook kind of is a dance movie, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then Shauna Malway Tweep stands up and uh, and says, they want to push this in two months. Do you have any comment? And she's like, no. Uh, again, all I care about is, are you better off? And Shauna then takes that personally. He's like, I think I am better off. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a date in a while, but I'm learning a lot about me. Good, <laughs> good for like, you, Shauna. Yeah, I wasn't specifically talking to you, but I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Um, and so in conclusion, recall, shmeekal. No, <laughs> I can't have my big press conference saying recall, shmeekal. That's ridiculous. And so passes it over to Ben, who always knows the political and uh, best way to end a thing. Um, and they wrap up the press conference. Um, and so then Leslie's like, all right, I'm going to get to work. And so she made a commitment to clean the Pawnee River. And so she's uh, the next day is putting together her team and getting ready to go. And Chris is excited uh, to be a part of it as well. Um, and he's like, I, whatever you can't need for the recall, I'm there with you. I'm for you. And then uh, 
he's like, has a garbage can. He's like, all right, let's go. Anyone last to pick up 10 cans of, or last one to pick up. There's words missing here. Sorry, I wrote it down. A hundred cans has still accomplished a great deal. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so they go. Uh, and Anne is saying like, hey, this is a bummer. Maybe after you and me and Chris, we can go out and get some drinks. And she's like, yeah, sounds good. Uh, and then they talk about their relationship and, you know, they're working to have a baby. And, uh, and Leslie says, well, okay, I'm happy for you. Just remember to have protection. And she's like, wait, no, that would do everything <laughs> wrong about what you're trying to do. Um, and then Andy comes in and picks up April and is like, my wife is pregnant. And April's like, nah, I'm not pregnant. Um, and, uh, even if I were, you probably shouldn't pick me up. Um, and, uh, and then she points out that, uh, you know, she is applied. She does have a secret that she applied to veterinary school in Bloomington and just found out that she got in and she's like, I don't know if I want to do it. Um, and Andy is like super supportive. He's like, yeah, well, totally, this will be fine. You can totally do this. Um, and, uh, and we'll make it work. So that's coming together. And, and then we cut over to, Tom with the with Trevor and saying, look, I'm going to I want you to know I will not be selling uh, rent a swag. And you can tell your client now he has 100 problems. <laughs> Is it Jay-Z? <laughs> no. Uh, and uh, and so then Trevor said, well, since you're not going to sell, my client is going to open a business right across the street and he explains the business. And uh, and it's going to be called Tommy's Closet. And it's basically just rent a swag, too. And Tom is like, that's my business. And yeah, but I love- what's, so, what's so great about it, though, is that he does do the whole babies, toddlers, grownups and olds. The and one, olds. And, yeah. and Tom had said, no, old people are the worst. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so Tom is like, that's my idea. And Trevor's like, oh, is Domino's the only one allowed to sell pizza now? Uh, it's called <laughs> capitalism. And you're going to get a free lesson. Only this free lesson is going to cost you. So Tom's like, so it's not free. Like, no, you're right. This lesson will cost you. Um, and so that sucks for Tom. Um, and, uh, and so it sucks, but that's a pretty baller move. I sure it's not Diddy. It is Diddy. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) It's not Diddy. So yeah, I, I love, uh, I love Trevor. He's great. He's a great, great lawyer person. Um, and then Andy and Ron are talking and, uh, and, uh, and Andy's like, you know, we're coming in mid conversation. He's like, are you sure everything's gonna be all right if April goes to school? And Ron is like, there are no sure things, but you two seem solid to me. And Andy's like, change is good, I guess. And Ron is like, no, change is awful. I don't want to change ever at all. I want, unless is asking if everybody were, was better off than they were a year ago. All I care about is staying the same. If I'm the same as a year ago, I'm happy. Um, and then, uh, and then Andy's like, oh, well, uh, I, he's like, then who's pregnant? And, and Ron's like, what? And he point, says, I found a test uh, pregnancy test at your cabin, checked all the girls that were there. It wasn't any of them. And at that moment, Diane Lewis comes in and says, Hey, can we talk maybe in private? Cue the Andy Dwyer <laughs> recognition <gasps> gif that everybody's seen a million times. Cliffhanger for next season. Dun, dun, dun. So Ron's going to have a kid. So Diane's pregnant. Ron's going to have a kid. Uh, Tom is has competition um leslie's being recalled and april is going to vet college and we're still left with jerry's part-time donna is you know paying off her condo i guess and um that leaves 
Anne and Chris still trying to have a kid. Yes. Does that wrap up kind of where we're at and what we're heading into for season six? Yep. Sure does. Fan. Sure does. Fantastic. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're stepping into the next season um, and it will be a delight. Well, I guess this is, I guess we're taking a, this is our time for a break, right? Because the show, the show takes a break. So do we, are we off for like three, three or four months or something now? Uh, you know, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens next but Friday we'll, when we are <laughs> scheduled to record. Yeah. Uh, season six, episode one, London, part one. Yes. That episode I love. So do we do, do, do you want to do, uh, like a really, really long one to do both episodes or oh yeah, because it's it a up? one and two. Or or we're gonna try to cram both of them into a short one. Like, you know what? Another cliffhanger. Was we'll you just have to wait and see how we do it. Yeah. Next season. Next on season. Parks and conversation. Dun dun dun.